Hello. There is no Mrs. Doubtfire this week, <laughs> but you are listening. <laughs> you are listening to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your host, James, and I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm really self-conscious about the way I say hello now. <laughs> I was thinking, the, the really funny thing is that I was like, is he going to say like Mrs. Doubtfire? Then you just went high. I was like, then you went straight into it. I was like, oh, bastard. <laughs> Caught you out. Um... <sighs> I suppose we best start with the thigh rubber this weekend, Matt. Um, that. <laughs> well, Man United, Liverpool. Great game. Great game. Cracking game. Um, just before we do get into the protest, because yeah. obviously everyone knows the protest happens, they've seen the pictures, mm-hmm. etc., and the game got called off. Did you happen to see the guy that was tweeting about the match? No. So, <laughs> it's obviously gone viral on Twitter because a guy was apparently at work and he, he tweeted something along the lines of, I'm at work, uh, can't believe I'm missing this game, can someone please keep me updated oh, on the man. scores? Yeah. Um, and then he sent a screenshot and like threaded his tweet saying, my Sky Sports app been updating what's going on. And then someone, a, a, a Jurgen Klopp fan account or something like that, um, obviously this guy was a Liverpool fan, yeah. by the way, said that... Um, the centre half, what's his what's his name? The so, the new one. Kabak. Yeah. So someone a centre half anyway, done an over red kick to make it four nil. And uh, this guy's and obviously Kabak's going mental one. retweeting it like, Whoa, as if I'm missing this game, as if I'm missing it. Can't believe it, can't believe it. And then he tweeted oh. again saying, Wow, I'm such an idiot. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is quite yeah, funny, it, it, it was funny seeing him get, get caught out like that. Yeah, right. uh, but yes, so the, the Man United-Liverpool game did get called off because fans broke into Old Trafford. Questions of security mm. there. Um, apparently it was in two waves. The first set of fans that broke in were a lot calmer and it was a yeah. bit more of a peaceful protest. Uh, it's a bit more of a marching around the ground and... and and protesting, they even started chanting at the at Roy Keane and players like that that were yeah. in the commentary team up in Sky Sports. But um, they weren't too bad. It was a second set that were like the mob, let's say, and things started getting a bit out of hand. There was, okay. there was I mean, Graham Souness almost died. I don't know if you've heard about it, Matt. What? Graham... <laughs> so they were talking about it. Obviously, once they cleared the ground. They got the pundits back out and they sat and obviously talked about it because they needed to fill the airtime. Yeah. Um, Graham Souness claimed he almost died. Like, he's lucky to make it out alive because um, someone threw a can and if that hits you in the wrong place, you're dead. What sort of can was it? <laughs> what was it full of concrete? <laughs> got no idea. Um, and he, he said about the flare, it, it could it could have caught the whole place on fire and it could have been absolute chaos and... God, he's just lucky to have made it out alive, to be honest. I mean, we're very lucky we still got him around. Yeah. Um, One less scout. Roy, Roy Keane laughed it off. <laughs> but, God. Um, but, yeah, we all understand why this is happening because obviously the Glazers, owners of Man United, the fans. Are, is it Glazers? Or is it. Glazers, what's... you're right. It's Joel Glazer. Yeah, it's Crock. Yeah. It's bloody Arsenal. It's Arsenal. Um, yeah, the the fans have had enough now. They've been owners since two thousand and five. Yeah. Wow, I actually got that right. Um, but yeah, I think 
enough's enough for fans, really. They've uh, voiced their opinion. Obviously, I don't think this would have happened if fans were still allowed to games. If you take COVID oh, out of the I, situation, I, I don't know. Obviously, think... with United have United fans haven't taken to um, I ain't say cronky there. The Glazers since day one, <laughs> they had that the golden green whole thing again. Because that's obviously the, the original colours of Newton Heath, which is what Man United originally were, and they've not taken to yeah. them once. They must they've not been really vocal since they've taken over Glazers. I've, they've never been fans of them. And I think the fact that if the fans were in the well, in the stadium, and the whole Euro, um, European Super League still thing was still announced, I could still imagine those similar sort of things would happen. Yeah, I, I I still see there being plenty of protests, but I I don't see it being breaking into the grounds as such. Okay, fair. I think maybe outside the stadium, yeah, but. I think they'd voice their opinion on a match day yeah, more than anything, okay. um, and then protest outside the ground. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not part of a mob, so I can't, can't say. Uh, <laughs> um, do you, Do you think it was the right thing to do? Do you think it gets the message across? I mean, the first set, yeah, I agree with that. Like, push um, the boundaries to be heard sort of thing. But the second set that started... Um, throwing flares and and beer cans and essentially damaging the place, yeah. like maybe a bit too far. But the first set definitely made it voice their opinion. Like like you said, understand why they did it. Hundred percent. The way they've gone about it, it'll definitely get people's attention. Bits and pieces like that. Was it the right thing to do? The way they did it, probably not. But with the club, like if fans weren't allowed in at the moment, what they would have probably done is probably a sit out of the match where no one would have went. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, definitely could have happened. Yeah, but don't know what else they could have done really at the moment without being given access to the the stadium. Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Um, I I do think they've definitely been heard. I think. The the Glazers are going to be fully aware of what's happened, and even ex pros like Gary Neville is voiced his opinions plenty of times over, and sort of backs him up and says like, "Look, you've been asking for this for years, and now you've just basically tipped him over edge." Yeah. So what do you expect? And I I, I do kind of relate to that, but it's it's, it's time will tell us if it changes anything yeah. but I don't know if it will change anything I think they'll probably get a statement or maybe even a video message or something like that that's 30 seconds long <laughs> that says we understand we we rely on you as fans and we are sorry um we'll treat you better yeah. lots of love kiss kiss yeah um I think that's what they end up getting probably most likely yeah yeah um to which people I'm sure will love. Yeah. But we love football. So let's talk about some football in Europe. Ooh. Technically, it's not in Europe. They're being played in England. But it's European teams playing in England. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's the second legs of the semi-finals. The four richest teams in world football as described by Arsene Wenger. Have you seen that quote, Matt? What quote? The quote from Arsene Wenger himself. The 
the man wizard of football. I don't know. Uh, it basically nailed it on the head and said the problem with football at the minute is money. You look at the Champions League final as an example, and mm-hmm. you've got the four richest clubs in world football playing it out for the the most prestigious title in club football. Okay, which is not wrong at all. And he said that's what the problem is these days that football is unpredictable, but with the money, it's now become predictable. So, okay, fair, fair words. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Champions League second leg, Man City against PSG. I mean, the first leg. Wow, PSG just blew up. If there was a button anywhere in that halftime dressing room or whatever. Yeah. Um, they definitely pushed it to self-destruct because my yeah. god, that second half. I've never seen a team just blow up as much. Um, yeah, obviously took the lead through Marquinhos and had the away goal. So all they had to do was really just try and hold out, take them back to the Park to Prince and... No, hold on. It was at Park to Prince, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Ignore what I <laughs> the said. Play, the plane that Etsy had this time. Right? Yeah, apologies. Um, yeah, obviously they took the nil. They took the, the lead at home. Obviously they didn't want it. They shouldn't... should be trying not to concede an away goal from City. So, 1-0 lead, try and hold it maybe, not not gamble too much, but yeah, didn't go down that well. What what I found frustrating about it is that obviously, we don't, I know it was last week, so my memory of it might be a bit jady. Jady? Jady. What, what's, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for, Matt? Hazed. Hazing? No? Yeah, haze. Baby. Haze works. Yeah, haze works. Jaded, um, <laughs> what the Jaded. fuck is wrong with me? Um, Jaded hazy. <laughs> um, yeah, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, the, the the way that PSG sort of... They were getting everything. Man City weren't even getting free kicks. Every throw, every time the ball was out of play, it was a PSG either corner, goal kick or... Or throw in, yeah. or free kick, or, or whatever. Man City was just getting nothing. And once that first goal went in from De Bruyne, where he crosses it and he goes all the way in, um, PSG just spit the dummy out. I mean, <laughs> they get yellow card after yellow card, they're fouling everyone. It just turns messy. And then obviously they get the red card as well. I can't remember if that's before or after Mara's mm-hmm. free kick, where the wall just says like shoot here yeah we will move (laughs) it's like the french in the war (laughs) (laughs) just move out the way (laughs) that's a really weird reference yeah um so yeah i mean they they just blew up but second leg tuesday night what we saying i'm still back in city to win the whole tournament mates yeah, I don't think with that second half performance. I mean, they they've got to be strong favourites in this. I fancy them. Um, I want them to go the whole way. Yeah, I, th- I think they will. I think they will. It'd be good for someone like Aguero as well, because then he'll have literally accomplished everything he could have at City. Yes, absolutely. Bef- he, before he does go, that he hasn't won. So. Yeah. So I mean that that will definitely. Um, be like a very strong send off for him, yeah. for someone that served him for what 10, 10, 11 years now, something like that. Yeah, be about that. Be a good way to send him off. Uh, and then the second game that we have on Wednesday night is obviously Chelsea against Real Madrid. What a solid draw 
it was for Chelsea. I mean, they could even be good that they didn't see out the win because they were 1-0 up. Yeah, yeah. But it's still a good result. They've got that away goal. Yeah, um, set them up nicely back at Stamford Bridge and here's me hoping that we have an All-English final. Well, I mean, we could be in a scenario like we were a couple of years ago where we've got All-English Champions League and All-English uh, Europa, Europa League because Man United and Arsenal. You just never know. Taking Man over. United smashed Roma yeah, as well. It's hard. <laughs> Absolutely smashed Um Who are we thinking for Chelsea? Chelsea Real Madrid then? You think they can go through Chelsea? I mean, we did say that we thought they could. Yeah. Win Real Madrid. I fancy Chelsea to get through. Yeah. And then a Man City Chelsea final. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it could be Chelsea that give um, City the Premier League title as well. Yeah. To beat them on. <laughs> On the weekend, so I mean, you just never know. It could be <laughs> Man City just giving Chelsea everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Man City Chelsea final, and then we think Man City's winning it. Yes, fair play, fair play. Uh, Premier League highlights. Then let's dive into some of these. Okay. Uh, so start things off with ten man Southampton battle for the draw against Leicester. Um, I had a slight feeling that once that red card came out. That history was just going to repeat itself unless they were just going to smash them. Not again. (laughs) Imagine that. Once last season, then twice the following season. God, you'd be just. Al Hassanal would still be in a job. I don't know. The thing is, though, he probably would be still in the job. Yeah. I mean, he's done it twice. Third time the charm. But I think you'd be okay. Have you seen this red card? Uh, Yes. It is is the most stupidish red card I've ever seen. It's just like it's pretty much a normal tackle. Like, it, well, he wins the ball. He yeah. plays the ball back to the keeper yeah. for the keeper to do whatever he needs to with it. And like, what's he meant to do? Cut off his foot? Yeah. To prevent catching someone? Like, no, I got the ball. It's, if that don't get rescinded, then pff, game's dead. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, you, you can't even go to ground these days without without anything. They've got to check everything. Like, why? They shouldn't why need to check, check everything. everything? But... Like, he clearly gets the ball. For me, as soon as you click onto that replay and see he's got the ball, check a, a couple of different angles, maybe, but he got the ball. It, Don't matter what happens yeah, after that. Yeah, it should never have got as... to that point where it was a red card daft. Yeah. Like, if he wins the ball with his right foot, for example, and his left leg goes up in the air and kicks someone in the ribs, yeah. fair one. Give him a red for that, because that's intentional. But you can't help the follow through. Like it's just how it happens. That's a tackle. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's football. Um, Gareth Bale blunts the blades. Absolutely cracking hat trick from yeah, Gareth Bale. Yeah, apart. at all. And then Son obviously wraps it with a fourth to remind Sheffield United how shit they actually are. Um. I mean, there's a red card review in this, Matt, that I want to quickly talk about. Yeah. Obviously, John Fleck goes in for tackle on um, Le Celso, isn't it? Yeah. And lands on his head. <laughs> it was it, it was bad, mate. I don't think he's uh, meant it, it, but I think he could have stopped himself at this. I don't know, weird one, but yeah, you can see Le Celso's got the graze marks on his face from him straight after it. Did you see, did you see the images after? Yeah. Whilst he was off the pitch with the... With the oh, the ice pack sellotaped to his head. <laughs> yeah. You'd think he just had half his head blown off, but but yeah, it is nasty. Oh, it's not good. Would you have given a red for that? 
He didn't get anything, by the way. He didn't even get yellow. No, let's, let's just um, put that out there. I mean, it's one of them where you. It's one hard would because say, yeah, it's like, red and others I don't think he's meant it. I don't think he's meant it at all. So it is just an accident. But could he have just stopped himself? I don't know. But see, you always see replays in slow motion, which I don't oh, think it makes helps it worse. scenarios. Because it does look like he's got time to move. Yeah. But in that scenario, someone's fell in front of you and you're stumbling over him. And they're rolling. Because players go down and immediately start rolling. Yeah. So lacelso has gone down and started rolling. And Flex obviously tried to scramble over him. Yeah. And yeah, he's caught his head. And and then he looks down. And as he looks down, he sort of turns. He's like, oh my God, where did I stand? I, I don't know. He could have made it look like he didn't mean it. Because he knows it's gonna get checked. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um. But it is honestly a fifty-fifty that that it could be given as a red. And but interestingly, I I think this could be right in saying the guy that gave the the VAR review and gave the red card to Vestergaard. Yeah. Was the same one that reviewed this. Apparently so. So, work that one out. It's backwards. Man. Like he even got the ball. <laughs> Vestergaard. John Fleck got an ear. <laughs> so I don't know. It's dumb. It's dumb. Um, Brighton take a huge stride to safety by beating Leeds. So their survival is looking a lot, a lot stronger. And then Chelsea obviously tighten their Champions League hopes and nail a final coffin into yeah. Fulham. What a final coffin, a final nail into, the into Fulham's coffin. Yeah, that's the one. Nah, bottom three uh, yeah. set now. Yeah, it's, it's looking bleaker and bleaker, isn't it? I mean, we currently, as we are recording, have West Brom playing Wolves, and it is in the 56th minute, and Wolves are winning 1 0. And guess who scored, Matt? Um, I have no idea. Fabio Silva. Oh, I was about to guess. They didn't get. <laughs> well, you said you've got no idea, I so I assumed you had no idea. <laughs> Uh, so yeah we'll, we'll keep trying to update you on that but it is currently quarter past seven uh, on Monday evening so that game's kicking off and then we've got a game later on but I can't remember who it is who is it Matt who's playing later um, two English sides from the Premier League Burnley against West Ham there we go they're, they're the ones um, so yeah I mean West, West Ham do need that win against Burnley trying to push back into the top four yeah keep that pressure on yeah um, but Brighton, you think Brighton are completely safe? Well, yeah. to be fair, I think everyone's completely Every, everyone's safe. Everyone's safe. That's not it. in 18th position downwards. Yeah, so. so I think it's just it's just top four now, really, isn't it, that we're fighting out for? Pretty much the only thing that's left to play for. And probably yeah. Europa League spots, because you've still got a bit of moving and shaking in those positions. But, yeah. Well, have you heard about the... See, I never knew this was a thing. Mm. I always just thought it just got passed down. I didn't know there was a maximum amount of English clubs you could have in each competition. Yeah. And I didn't realise that if... That's why you had that thing ages ago when if Liverpool won the Champions League, Everton weren't going to get in because I think Everton finished top four that season. Yeah. And Liverpool did win the Champions League and Everton missed out. I'm sure that happened. Yeah, so the likes of Leicester and West Ham could miss out on um, Champions League if... City win the Champions League, is it? And then still be no, if Chelsea, oh. if Chelsea win the Champions League, and 
Arsenal win the Europa League. Yes, because obviously it's the Europa League thing, because the Europa League gives you access to the Champions League if you win it. Yeah. So I don't think... I and don't if think... Chelsea finish outside of the yes. top four, and then win but the win the Champions League, League yes. then you're right. it gets rid of the players for Leicester and West Ham. That Yeah, that's it. Um, it's all confusing, isn't it? Why can't they just be like, yeah, you've qualified, welcome! Uh, Come on in! <laughs> the more the merrier! <laughs> that would be great, but no, it's, it's shit. Uh, <laughs> and finally, Premier League highlights means uh, City are just one more win away from the title, which we talked about before. Beat Chelsea at the weekend, they've yep. won it. If they lose, and Man United lose, they've won it. Um, yes. So, yeah. City title in it. I always feel like it's Man United that always gives City the titles recently. For some for some reason, it always seems to be down to Man United to do something that causes City to either win the league or not. Example? Uh, well, they always delay it in some way or form. Right. Like there was, there was a couple of seasons ago where they were due to win it and they had to beat Man United, but then Pogba had like, the game of his career and Man United ended up beating City, okay. which prevented them winning the, the league for like another week. Um. There's this. If Man United lose, City could win the title. Um, okay, yeah. That, that's all I've got so far. There has, there has been a lot of different occasions <laughs> where Man United are a reason as to if City win the league or not. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I, I might be making that up in my head, but I feel like it's there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think the, the biggest thing that we've got to sort out this week, Matt, is because that is all the football we're talking, but the biggest thing we've got to sort out is Should I stay or should I go? We have a dilemma. <laughs> so this is Should I Stay or Should I Go? And this is where myself, Matt, and you, the listener, are building an England-European 2020 squad. Euros 2020 squad. Sorry, I've got European on my mind. Um, yes. Yep. So... Last week, we put up three central defenders in Eric Dyer, Connor Cody, and Tyrone Mings for one of those three to get a place in our England squad. Matt, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to believe this or not, Matt. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, Tyrone Mings received 33% of the oh, votes. Eric if, if Dyer. If one's got 33, they've all got 33 because. <laughs> Eric Dyer received 33% of the votes. And Ty, did I say Tyrone Mings? Yeah. Connor Cody. The other one got 33.33% of the votes. So, I mean, it was it was a dead tie. Um, I mean, Twitter displays it as 33%, 33%, and then 34%. But we know that that's not true because they all received the exact same amount of votes. So, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, the good thing is we we have got. Is it two extra players we're adding in? Because it's up to twenty five now. Is it not twenty six? Is it definitely twenty five? <laughs> don't know. Um, check. Yeah, you you double check that for me. But we have got to sort out this centre back issue, and also add in the extras because as we finished recording last week. It got announced literally like the the next hour 
that it was confirmed that they were allowed to take extra people. Uh, Gareth Southgate allowed 26-man England 26. players. Yeah. So, 26. We can add three in. So, we've got to add three in and also sort out which defender gets All three. <laughs> but then we'd still have one person left. Uh, Mason Greenwood. Done it. Let's quickly run through this then. So keepers are staying as they are. Pickford, Henderson, yeah. Pope. Not changing them. D- Defence is the worst. I, d- I don't know where to go with this. So we've got Stones, Shaw, Walker, Trent, Maguire and Chilwell. And then we've got a, a tie between Dyer, Mings and Cody. Um, I think two of them go in. Two? Two of them. I reckon Dyer is going to go. Yeah. Because he's versatile and can slot in midfield if he needs to be. Yeah. So I reckon he's going to end up going because Southgate loves him. He's also going. And I think it's going to be Tyrone Mings. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see Conor Cody in there, but... I think he'd, be, I think he'd, he'd go for Mings. Like, thinking with the Southgate heads on, he would definitely go for Mings, yeah. I'd say. Um, so that is... One of the spaces filled, isn't it? Because we already had 23 if we were adding one of them yeah. in. So now we have 24. So the midfield is Ward-Prowse, Foden, Phillips, Grelish, Bellingham, Rice and Mount because Henderson is injured and could be unlikely. Um, and then attack, we've got Kane, Calvert-Lewin, Rashford, Sterling, Sancho and Lingard. So we've got two people to add in. I'm I'm thinking versatile people. That's where I'm going with this now because we've got players for lots of set positions there. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Greenwood again for attackers. You want Greenwood in there? Yeah, I do. Name someone else. <laughs> no, because you're going to shout at me. <laughs> I'd say Saka. Oh, put him in midfield. Yeah, but but he can, play he, can play, he can play centre, he can play left back, left wing, and up top. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, put him in midfield I mean. then. Saka, Greenwood up top. Simple. Oh, what? So you're happy with Saka being in? Yeah, yeah in the midfield, and Greenwood in the in the attack. So that that's his gun then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got twenty six. I believe, yeah. Let me just quickly go through and count. So we've got three... You count that, I'll, I'll say... Uh, three, 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 11, oh. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, yeah. 26, yes, we've done it. Uh, <laughs> we've done it. Oh, my God, we've actually done it. We agreed on something. Um, so, yeah, from here on in, what's going to happen is, is if, say, for example... Um, hmm... If, say, for example, Connor Cody, perfect example. Yeah. If Connor Cody just somehow has an amazing final, like, four games of the season, however long he's left. By the way, West Brom have equalised against Wolves. Uh, Diagnos scored in the 62nd minute. Uh, but, yeah, if Connor Cody has an absolute stunner for, for Wolves in the final four games, which, I mean, is going to be a tough task. Yeah. 
um, he could go up for vote to replace someone else. But I mean, it, it could even be at a point where this is his finalised squad. Could be. I mean, I've, the thing that worries me is that I think Trippier's going, but for who? Because he does like Trippier as well as Dyer. Yeah. Um, there's not enough centre halves. I don't know. Well, we've got Dyer, Mings, Stones, and Maguire. That's yeah. four. Yeah. I mean, we have mentioned that Rice can drop back into that role, but uh, maybe I it don't is, see it, Southgate playing. If he plays a flat like four, that. he's got enough centre halves, and he can always shove Walker in there, I guess, as well. Then you fall back to Shaw, Walker, Trent, and Chilwell. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I'd do it. Cause, well, let's yeah. just have faith that Southgate picks them and not Trippier. That's <laughs> all we can do. Imagine his squad is just well off. Imagine it's bang on, mate. I, I honestly, do you know what? I think we have done a very good. This is probably the best. Should I stay or should I go? We've done. I think. Yeah. And it was. It's been the toughest as well. Let's be honest. Because the last ones were a piece of piss. We had Ben Me against Harry Maguire for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and look how that turned out. Sorry, I just always have to bring that up, Matt. Yeah. One day I want to find. I'm going to go through his recordings and find that argument that we had, because that were a good 15 minute argument on why. Ben, me, and Harry Maguire should be battling it out for an England spot. People still aren't convinced about Harry Maguire. Just saying. <laughs> I know, but right now, who would you pick? <laughs> well, between Maguire and Ben, me, I bet Ben, me would get less shit. <laughs> it probably would, to be fair. Ben, me's not going would. around smacking people or whatever in Magaluf or wherever it was, like Maguire does, does he? Oh, where was it? It began no, with an M, off, didn't it? But it was Zante or somewhere. I don't know. It was in Greece. I know that. Greece. It began with an M, though. You were right Mykonos. with Mykonos. I can't remember. Mykonos, that's it. Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Ronnie Pickering. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. Um. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we, we've done and wrapped up nicely. I thought that was going to take a lot longer than it did, to be fair. Mother of God, we've done really it. We've done uh, Mother of God, we solved it. We solved it. Better than AC12. Hey. Um, how did you feel about that ending, by the way? I mean, it wasn't great, was it? It was so-so. I'm just hoping they're leading it to something else. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. They can do with it. If it's not I mean, finished, if the, scene, if the thing isn't finished, then fair enough. I can accept it. But if that is the final thing, just in case... No it can't be it real, yet. that. But yeah, can't be real. Yeah, I mean, no spoilers. And this is the section of the show where we get a lot of people switch off because they're like, "What is this talking about?" We're talking about Line of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> on a football podcast, I know, but it seems to be the the current trend at the minute. It is. Um, but yeah, I mean, ten years of people's lives have come down to this moment, and there's a few people that are a bit like, "What?" Yeah, that's why I think there's going to um, be another season. There was too many. Oh, I think the, I think there's definitely another season. So yeah, but... so people shouldn't be too bothered then. It's, it'll just grow into something else. Hopefully, hopefully, be fine. But, mate. I mean, be fine. We'll 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 see what happens. Uh, but yeah, that that we're gonna end it there before we do go off on a serious tangent on uh, 
Lana Dewey and other stuff. Uh, so if you have enjoyed listening to the show and you would like to get in touch, talk to us about his England squad, about any of the opinions we've had in this show, or anything you want to hear us talk about, you can do so by heading over to our Facebook or Twitter. At Footy Foundry, Footy Foundry. And also, whilst you're on the old Twitter twits, Twitter twits, <laughs> you be sure to check out our partners, the beautiful game that we're by finding them on Twitter. At BGNFM. And finally, a huge thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarf. They're the official scarf provider for the MLS, USL and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team at... Roughneckscarves.com That is it from us this week. So, Matt, would you like to say goodbye and go down an elevator? Very stern-looking. Goodbye and go down an elevator looking very stern looking. It's a shame we're not on video because we could have like done it. Oh, like, that ending down and, and watching that. And... Oh, it, it, it looks so weird and just not real. Let's just watch it. Before. It looked like it's a like... 70s TV drama, didn't it? It was just full of cheese. God. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was funny. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. I'll be back again with more Football Talk next week. Just going to buckle up my belt.